My name is Craig Wright. You are listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Hey there, you're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Um, this is a special family reunion <laughs> edition of Emerald Recommends. I'm Emerson Malone. I'm a podcast editor with the Daily Emerald. That's what I do. I'm with me here in the studio. <laughs> I'm Sarah Rosa Davies. I'm an arts and culture reporter for the Emerald. And this is... I'm Deborah Orman, and I'm related to Sarah Rosa Davies. You're my mom. <laughs> <laughs> in other words. Yes. Um, this is the first thing you guys are doing together in Eugene, is it not? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Came straight to the audio booth. Yes. Yep, straight from Minnesota. Nice. That's just part of the allure of the Emerald Podcast Network. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty neat to get a guest all the way across the country. Hey, I dig it. <laughs> in the name of uh, keeping things family-friendly and wholesome, I'm not going to recommend anything, but <laughs> Sarah Rosa can start yeah. us off. So Emerson and I have been talking a lot about music on Emerald Recommends recently, but I'm not specifically going to choose a song this time, but instead a full album. Uh, I saw the band Diet Sig last night at the Boreal, which is an all-ages venue in Eugene, and their newest album, Swear I'm Good at This, has been on repeat straight for me for like the last three weeks since it's been out. Um, It's a fun album, kind of like bubbly pop punk, and specifically there's this lyric... um, in the song Made of the Mist, where the lead singer Alex Luciano says, I'm bigger than the outside shell of my body, and if you touch me without asking, then you'll be sorry. But she kind of like screams it, and I just think that embodies the whole album. Um, it's just such a fun album to kick around and dance to, uh, and I definitely, definitely really enjoy it. I don't know, we can't really play a song right now, but it's, it's, I really recommend it. The album is called? Swear I'm Good at This. And you just saw them at the Boreal yeah. last night? Mm-hmm. Yes. How was it? It was really good. They were really fun. Um, Alex, the lead singer, it's just a two-piece band. There was Alex, who's the singer and guitarist, and then Noah, who's a uh, drummer. And Alex is very tiny, like my mom's size tiny. And she um, she packs so much energy into her body. Like she like was jumping off the walls and like jumping off of the drum set. And it was so fun. Have you guys ever been to a live show together? Yes. Yes. Yeah. What's the most hardcore show you've seen together? <laughs> Ooh. <sighs> Speaking of the microphone. Um, I'm trying to think. I think. Oh, probably Courtney Barnett. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's yes. super hardcore. <laughs> Well, Bully opened, but like Courtney Barnett. I think Bully was harder than Courtney Barnett. Well, yes, of course. But I think, yeah. And then Rock the Garden um, Festival in the Twin Cities. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, de- I think, definitely think Bully has been very hardcore. Yeah. I don't think I've ever listened to them. They're I don't fun. know who that is. The, you, didn't you see Courtney Barnett last? Yeah. A Canadian indie pop band called Always opened up for him. Oh, I like Always. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Bully opened up for Courtney Barnett, and Bully's originally from, the lead singer's originally from the Twin Cities, but I think they're based out of Austin, Texas right now. They're really fun. You didn't like them. You should. I recommend Bully. Thanks for the recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, what's your recommendation today? My recommendation, because I came all the way from the Twin Cities to tell you about this, uh, Zen and the Outer Motorcycle Maintenance. Um, by who? By Robert Persig, and it's timely because Robert Persig just died the other day. He was 88 years old. I read the book when I was about 20 years old, 
And somebody said to me, because uh, Sarah's dad and I were headed out to Montana, that we should read it again. So it was a totally different read. Hmm. When I read it in my 20s, it was all about philosophy and duality of thinking. And I got really caught up in his thinking and the philosophy. And when I read it, now I'm like, oh, my God, that man was delusional. <laughs> and he had really serious mental illness. And what he was trying to do was go back and trace mm -hmm. all the things that he forgot and the delusion that he'd been in, which is true. That was the other storyline that somehow when I was 23, I missed hmm. totally. So it was a different read for me this time um, for both personal and professional mm. reasons. It's probably only the third book that I've ever reread. Uh, so what's the narrative exactly? Um, so Persig takes a motorcycle ride across the country with his son, Chris, um, who's like nine years old. Mm. And they are traveling with, at the beginning of the trip, they travel with a couple that has no interest in maintaining their motorcycle. They hire people to do all those kinds of things for them. And Persig was just, was like, you take care of your own motorcycle. And mm. this is how you do it. And there's, there's something zen about taking care of a motorcycle. So that goes into an exploration of um sounds like self-reliance would be a big well no quality is what yeah. it is mm -hmm. yeah he starts he gets caught up in defining quality mm -hmm. and you can have quality when you do things yourself but this is where he started getting mm -hmm. psychotic but it also was a philosophical structure that he developed and mm -hmm. I, I guess a lot of people read i just kind of got lost and it's a it's non-fiction it's non-fiction and it wasn't supposed to sell at all, and he became a very rich person from it mm. and became very uncomfortable and ended up moving to Maine <laughs> and became another hermit in Maine. Another hermit. <laughs> That's what writers do in Maine. That's yeah. right. Oh, my God. That's right. So there are two subtexts, in, maybe three, in the book. One is his philosophical discourse. The other is his exploring his own I think, illness in his own psyche. And the other is the changing of the times. At that point, we thought technology was kind of taking over the world. We didn't know what was ahead. <laughs> so that was part of his discourse. And I think that's probably what grabbed a lot of people in my generation. And that was, it was in 74 that yep. it was published. Yep, yep. And I probably read it in 80. Yeah, it's, so. wow. It's interesting to think about you know, you read that when you were in college and ever since graduating this year and I'm just starting college and like thinking back like to the books I'm reading and loving now, what will I think of them when I'm my mom's age? <laughs> I know it's really weird and it's really weird to come to a college and talk about it, and I highly recommend that college students read it. I think I, I mean, I think you'd have a totally different take on it than I would, but I highly recommend it because it is an important discourse on life and reality and unreality and, mm. and sometimes not knowing the difference. Did you have a passage you wanted to read? No, because I was listening to the book. But I have a quote. Um, <laughs> when one person suffers from a delusion, it's called insanity. When many people suffer from a delusion, it's called a religion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that might not be family friendly. <laughs> but uh, That's interesting. It is. Well, because sometimes I just laugh at religion. Because it all seems like one big delusion. Um, <laughs> the person who sent me to Jewish day school for like 10 years. 
Well, you got to partake in your delusion. <laughs> yeah, everyone has a little bit of delusion in their lives. Well, some people more than others. Uh, but um, that struck me because he was called delusional hmm. a lot. And and he was, but um, what was more, what was del- some of it was his behavior, but his philosophical construct was no more delusional than any religion. Hmm. And did you say he was like losing his memories? Well, he had at ECT like three or four times, and he'd been psychotic, really psychotic. So he had huge memory gaps, and he was headed back to Montana um, to kind of pick these pieces up. And he met with people that he worked with at the university, and he he could just it, it was like seeing the face of somebody you met once, and you just kind of vaguely have it in your memory. Um, yet these people were all over him because I remembered him. And then his son, who also suffered from some serious mental illness, kind of watched his father struggle with this and started, like, freaking out. So Yeah. He just passed away. How did he die? They didn't say. Hmm. He was a prolonged third. illness. Huh. He was, I don't know what it was, but he was awarded something in 2012, and he was unable to go to it at oh. that point because he had been ill. So I, I, I don't know. He always said the treatment of his illness was worse than the illness itself. That's interesting. Did he publish anything else? Yes. I think quite a few discourses on his philosophy, but also something I think called, I may be misquoting, um, Lila. Hmm. Is it um, a fictional novel? or I, I, Unfortunately, I'm not well prepared. I can't give you details. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We never do our research. <laughs> <laughs> Journalists, what? <laughs> well, there are a lot of obituaries that I was reading the other day. <laughs> Is the obituaries. Um, oh, I thought you were just reading obituaries. <laughs> I do like to read what obituaries because then you find out what the, you try to find out what they died from so you don't do it too. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah. Is that a good note to end on, Emerson? That's a great note to end on. <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, um, thanks, Mom. Sure. If you'd like to hear more about obituaries from the Emerald <laughs> Podcast Network, you can subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Or you could listen to these episodes at dailyemerald.com. I'm Emerson Malone. I'm Sarah Rosa Davies. I'm Deborah Orman. Thanks for listening. <laughs>